Roomies, welcome to The Roommate Report! This is Season 1, Episode 4. Yeah, baby. Let's go, bro. I'm, 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 uh, my name's Adam. I'm, I'm uh, co-host of this podcast with my best friend and my roommate, Matt. Matt! Matt. <laughs> That's my name. That's his name. I'm the co-host and the... The roommate. One of the best and friends. The best and I friends. host this other one with my best friend. And Adam. And one of our best friends, Sam. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an intro. Matt, how's your week been? Uh, Wait, before we get into that, I would, we've forgotten to do this the last couple of weeks. Oh, we have. Always have to remember there are two rules to the roommate report. There are only two rules no boundaries and, and no, no beef. beef. Let's get to it. My week. Yep. Pretty good. Um, I, once again, pickleballed a lot. boy. Um, We're getting fit from the pickleball. I don't know if this is what it was from, but my actual butt cheeks are sore. <laughs> like the muscle, my glutes. <laughs> I've never had that before. Well, and, were you uh, doing squats I, or anything? Or I guess, well, I think in pickleball, you, you, you're like... Getting low and moving so much. <laughs> Should have got low, low, low. <laughs> so anyway, Matt's getting low on the pickleball song. court, guys. Yeah, I, I'm not. I throw it down on the pickleball <laughs> court. I throw it back. I love it. Um, uh, it was your it was your girlfriend's yeah, birthday. Boston's birthday yeah. uh, yesterday. Yeah, how was that? Um, it was actually great. I was bombed. I missed it. I wasn't in town, but yeah, we'll get to that. I posted that story. Yeah, her, uh, so. huge move. Yeah, but really she didn't respond it. to my text. Honestly, Did a little she, bit she upset. She saw it because I was there. I know, she, but she didn't respond to she it. Responded, and she didn't even respond to the story. All she dude, did is repost it. She is, everybody's hitting her up on her birthday. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a popular like, girl. She's but like, it's the, like the, the star of Southern California. Everybody yeah, texts her. Yeah, that's so true. I just, she'll, she'll get there. Just give I her just a really thought that our our friendship... Um, I'll, I'll get her. I'll tell her to respond to you. Yeah, right she better. I'm hoping if I don't get a if I don't get a text thanking me for the story and the the text by the end of this podcast, I might sever our ties as friends. Wow. Yeah. Are mine included or just you? And no, her? no, no, no. Yeah, I mean our relationship is so separate from Boston. That's right. Our relationship. Yeah. No respect, and I give you blessings <laughs> for this, and I'll see what I. can It's do actually really not. It's pretty intermingled. So, um, yeah. So that was your week. Any other quick updates you got for us? Um. No, nice. no, it was a pretty laid back. I mean, birthday. I'm just like I love planning parties and stuff for people. Yeah, obviously that's a little bit different right now. Yeah, but birthdays, I get so stressed out about gifts and all that stuff because I'm just not great at it. it went well though, I think. Oh boy. Um. So, but that was like my whole week was trying to pull get all that stuff everything. pulled together. Yeah, makes um, sense. I'm notorious. I used to be like notoriously bad for being like for a gift giving in my uh-huh. family. Like I used to be really bad about it. And then this last Christmas, oh, I you picked up it. my game. Yeah, I got can confirm. I, I did. I did a shoe drop with my family. I basically had like seven, like including my grandma, I had like seven boxes of shoes. Carried them down. I was like everyone open at the same time. It's shoe drop time. Um, so Sam, How can you that confirm response? that, that yeah. was? Yeah, it was pretty legendary. I'm not gonna lie. I think I won this past year in gift kinda, giving. Kind of, kind of groundbreaking. But I'm wondering how you're gonna top that this year. I don't know. I might have to just get everyone like some dope hype beast clothing, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's the move. Yeah, just move on from shoes. Maybe some. Yeah, move on from shoes, and we'll circle back to shoes maybe in a couple of years. But we'll see. Mm. There you go. 
How was your week, Adam? My week was good. Um, I literally an hour ago landed, got back into uh, Southern California. I was in Dallas this weekend with one of my good bud, our good buddies from back home. Nice. It was a good time. I was actually I'm a native Texan. I was born in Texas. Um, Lone so, Star boy. Yeah, to be uh, in touch with you know my true self. You know, got to put on a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, hat I saw for, some great, some great. Oh photo, yeah. Oh video yeah. Well, we walk that. in our hotel room and there's a George W. Bush uh, quote on the on the side. It says, um, <laughs> the the quote goes, "Some people uh, look at me and say I have a certain type of swagger, but in Texas they just call it walking." Oh, I mean, honestly, baller. Quote. I mean, seeing that waking up every morning, it, it was electric. Yeah. Texas I, no is doubt. awesome. What? I love everything about Texas except for one stupid thing. It is so absurdly hot. Yeah, that kills it for me. It was like 103 degrees the entire time I was there. I was oh. You walk outside and you just start... Like, you feel like you're in Dubai. Like, I should be in the Arabian Desert. That's how hot this is. Wow. Um, but it was... It, everything was great about it except for the stupid heat. The heat. But yeah, Jeez. my... It was a good weekend. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm like... I mean, I know we're technically probably like not supposed to be traveling as much because of COVID... But I also have so much time on hand that I like. I want to travel every weekend. Hmm. Something I'm gonna do some some trips. Wow. I don't know how you feel about that as my roommate, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, I'll I mean, wash my hands. Like yeah, be safe, be yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear a mask the whole time. I <laughs> when we Sam and I went home in the beginning of like quarantine, and I was like, not not because I d- don't believe the coronavirus exists or anything like i i just was like anti wearing a mask on a plane i was like i'm just gonna go home like this it was like before wearing masks was super normal right right i was just like no i don't like i'm not gonna wear gloves and wear a mask on a plane i'm just gonna go home and now i'm like i have to wear a mask oh yeah and i was wearing a bandana today on the plane and the flight attendant was like no i need you to put on a mask i was like oh really let me dig in my backpack interesting grab a mask so yeah, I've seen the full hazmat suits on planes. Yeah, that's weird to me. And like our flight, my flight attendant today was wearing the like, the shield, uh, like what face does that even thing. Do? I don't know. I think it's for just anyone like blocks germ. If someone's gonna like talk and spit in your face or something like that, it's gonna block well, that. But I thought the whole point of masks was that you don't like it doesn't help you at all. It just helps people around you, so you don't spread anything to them. So I feel like with the face mask idea, it's. It's not enclosed. Like the face it's, shield it's thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like just open spe- in the bottom. I don't know. Because that was the problem they had with the bandana was that it wasn't like going around my chin underneath it. Yeah. But the face shield, it's, it's completely Was she mask, open. face shield combo? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's, that's maybe that's move. better. Yeah, that's a power move. But I would love to see a flight. Like what if our flight attendants and pilots like had to be in hazmat suits? That'd be hilarious. That'd be wild. I would love to see more hazmat suits. I would, like, honestly, I would wear one just to say I did. Honestly, I'd feel like if... If everyone had to wear a hazmat suit on a plane or something, I'd feel like I was going to space. Dude, okay, about space, I was going to say, I had this thought recently. Could an airplane just fly into space? Oh, no. It, oh, no. This is maybe a dumb no. question, but, I mean, think about it. Could it slowly just rise up <laughs> into orbit? No, the air gets too thin. Oh. 
So you you eventually you start <laughs> falling. You so you have to go fast enough to break through all uh, that stuff. I guess stuff. that explains the rockets. Yeah, that it does explain <laughs> the rockets. <laughs> no, but that's I mean, if it was easy to go to space, no. we could we could all kind of do it. But soon we might be able to. With a, I mean, I'd like Virgin Galactic was doing that. Like Sir Richard Branson, his whole thing was he was trying to take planes into space, but but the air was too thin. The air is too thin. It gets too cold. Come on, Sir Richard. Sir Richard. Wow. I mean, we've we have talked about us being major fans of space uh, before. Yeah. We haven't we haven't done our space pod yet. No. And I think it's I think it's about time. I think it's an appropriate time to go into one of our biggest passions. It's kind of like a a side gig for us. Yeah. I mean, some have called us the modern day Galileos. Yeah. Each of us, we're, each of us. Yeah. Are a full Galileo. <laughs> each of us, we're we're, th- <laughs> we're we're the Trinity of Galileo. Who's the? What's the? Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Sam, I I, I'm here. Yeah. Sam's not as into space, but I, the Trinity only made yeah. sense. We're all fully Galileo, but yet but we each. <laughs> oh we're each a syllable and the full name. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be Ga. That's a statement. I want to be Leo. I should have picked Leo. Yeah, that one's <laughs> way better than think Ga. About I'm Le. Le. That's so that's so nice. You're Le- Gala. Oh, Le. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gala- you're right. Yeah, yeah. Galileo, Galileo. Be go, be Dude, hey, let me tell you something. That song, not a fan. <gasps> I, I mean, have you seen? Wayne's I love World? Queen. Yes. That's the only reason why I like that song. Is Wait, when is it in Wayne's World? Right in the in the beginning when they're in the car on the way oh, to the concert yeah. or no to the the restaurant? I don't know the diner or the concert. I, forget. I think it's to the diner. Yeah, and they're all just jamming out. It's a blast. I love that that movie is in Aurora, Illinois. Oh yeah, no, I love that. The, the hometown, just about. Yeah, it's for those of you who don't know and are from California. Aurora is literally what. It's actually right in between it's where you and I live, and yeah, yeah like, so it's like 15, 20 minutes between yeah. both of us. So, yeah, great spot. Wow, well, kind of. uh, it's, it's some yeah, great. Spots. It's on it's on the up and up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some good spots in Aurora. I mean, <laughs> Aurora is kind of like a space term, right? <laughs> Aurora so, Borealis. Dude, is that, every, yeah. Well, yeah, that's. In yeah, the space. sky. Is the sky considered space? Well, when I was does the gonna... sky begin? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, that's trippy. When does the guy... The guy... <laughs> <laughs> when does the sky start? Well, I think t- the sky would technically be anything in, like, the Earth's atmosphere, correct? Well, like... Which is weird because, like, technically speaking, then, the International Space Station is, like... In the Earth's atmosphere, so it's... Is it really? Yeah, because it's, it's staying. Think about it. It's Wait. just going... I thought it was orbiting. Yes, but, uh, well, I guess maybe, what's the definition? Uh, maybe, yeah, uh, I'm not scientific enough. What's the definition <laughs> of atmosphere versus, like, gravity? Well, it's in the Earth's gravitational pull because it's just circling it, if you think about right. it. Well, the moon is also, but the Earth, or the moon's Ooh. not. Yeah, you're right. Is the moon in the sky? Is the, I mean. I mean, it's not. From our perspective, from down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our little perspective, yes. It is. Well, let's see. Sam just pulled up a graph. Ooh, this is a very informational graph. The Earth's atmosphere. That is thick. One, two, three, four, five layers. 
with some mini layers in between. Well, so where does can you can you look up where the International Space Station lives in that? Because you're showing shit satellites there, which makes me Good think point. that it's somewhere in there. But I don't know. I I we both love space, bro. Yeah. It's like when one of the most like the biggest thing that's happening right now is Elon Musk with SpaceX is basically commercializing space travel in in terms of like we just everyone was watching it was like i don't know a couple million people were watching and we sent did you find the answer yeah so the space station's on the thermosphere which is the second to last uh layer of what you would call the atmosphere the atmosphere yeah there you go so i was right it is in the atmosphere yeah i don't have wow. to apologize for that one there's this International Space Station is in the Earth's atmosphere. But what's after the exosphere, which is the Who knows? One. Find out where the, what the moon is on there or something. I don't know. Because the moon's still the circling. The Y-O-sphere. The w- <laughs> Stop. You just the. went through the alphabet in your head. I have to. Anytime I'm trying to figure out like the next letter in the sequence, I have to. Oh, yeah. I have to. That's fair. <laughs> me too. But back to SpaceX and Elon Musk. They just sent two people into space. On a private spacecraft. Which we watched live. Which was epic. Incredible. I watched... The, well, they did it. There was the first day of it. Yeah, right. The first, they first tried to launch, and then they bailed on it like mm-hmm. five minutes before because of the weather or something like that. And then they did it like two days later, and it was still epic. But it's huge for space travel for civilians in the sense of like, realistically, we could be 10 years away from, from us being able to go to space... With the right amount of money, like well, we, it's basically buying a ticket. Yeah, and let's get down to that. Do you think in ten years we will be in? You can go to space. That you will be able to go to space, I, or, or just as a whole, that will be an option for anybody that wants. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. I think in with within ten years, I think. Well, so like people have gone to space before who are just like civilians, yeah, astronauts. Like, well, astronauts, but people <laughs> like they're like NASA used to take people up, right? Um, to the International Space Station for like day or two trips or something yeah. like that, but it just cost like a million bucks, and it was like it was too much money yeah. to spend, and it also wasn't really. If I don't know, they they bailed on it. So I I think that within ten years I could have the option to go to space if I wanted. I don't know what it looks like. I think we're gonna have to like figure out how, because not everyone's gonna go to the International Space Station because that's a whole laboratory. Yeah. Like, what if in the next ten years we have like a space hotel which like i've seen like mock-ups for stuff like that and people like, were like trying a wally situation a little bit but it's like um yeah it's it's basically just like another international space station but it's it's just there's like rooms and yeah, you stay yeah. in it for a night it's or two for recreation so i don't know if it's even going to be people staying up there or just being able to take a craft up and then down like in 20 like 12 hours or something like yeah. that just to see the perspective but I think within 10 years, people will be doing it. I think by the end of my lifetime, this is bold, but I I actually think I will go to space by the end of the li- my lifetime. Really? Yeah, I think I will. Wow. I'll, that is, there's a lot of um, things that need to happen in order for that to happen. In, in the sense of, of course, more on my, my side of things, like I need to make a lot of money, I think, before that would happen. <laughs> if I, If I don't make a lot of money then I don't think it'll happen. But if my life goes the way it's planned, where the way I'm planning it in my head, I'm going to go to space by the end of my life. I hope I hope that for you and for me. Would you go? 
If I have the opportunity to go to space? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so this is the interesting question. It depends on for how long. Because I think all the relationship we have with space right now is if you go, you're there for a while. Yeah. And so I've always thought an interesting question is when you are – well, see, the answer varies so much, at least for me, based on when when you ask a question. So, like, right now, if you could go to space but it had to be a 10-year commitment, would you go? Not 10 years, no. If you were 40 and you got to go trailblaze a new society on a pla- on on a new planet, but you could never come back, would you go? Well, it depends on where Can't my bring life a family. is. At. It's like y- there's a group of like 100 people specially selected. So, so my if I knew that that could happen when I was 40, would I choose to like not get married and not have kids Whoa. and go? I think I'd give it more of a uh, like a thought if that's the case if i knew that by 40 i could go and do that never come back but i would i would have to make sure that i didn't have a family here because that's the yeah. only thing that would like i wouldn't do anything long term but if you didn't have a family is it a no-brainer you going i think so Dang. i think i'd go yeah because at that point because i'm not i'm not like it would have to be at a point where i could do something that isn't like like i don't need to be uh have a master's degree in engineering or space flight and stuff like that. You know, like I don't yeah. have to study for anything, but rather some skill that I have that I can obtain or something without an excessive amount of learning. Mm. It can be, is like of use. And yeah. like, what if, what if my job would be just managing the team that's doing everything? That'd be sick. Cause I can't do, <laughs> I can't do any of this stuff necessarily. Yeah. I'm definitely not smart enough for to be picked. Out of a crowd of people well, to yeah, go to I mean, it's a very Mars, hypothetical so. question. Yes. I would go, for sure. If if I didn't have a family by 40, I'd, I'd duck out and just go to Mars. Wow. Why not? Yeah. You talk about, like, writing your your own name in the history book, right? Oh, like, for sure. I mean, the George Washington of space. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, that'd be sick. My Here's my fear when it comes to space. Well, I have a lot of fears. Oh yeah. I think infinite anything is a little bit scary to me. Like something just never Dude, ending is wild. That's the thing about space that gets me both going and also freaking out. Yeah. Is that it doesn't it just is still going. Yeah. It's it Like what is it in is there anything outside of space that it's in? But how can something that's not in anything go into something? If it's expanding, it's got to be expanding to something, but also it's not. <laughs> yeah. And also, have you thought about this? When I think of space traditionally, I think of it, what is this? Vertical, horizontal, horizontally. On, on w- like a, like it, it goes out horizontally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But think about space Depth. vertically. Yeah, yeah. It's also infinite up and down. Yeah, yeah. So... Is there stuff under... Ever thought about things being underneath the earth? Yeah. But even on top of that, it's like... it's it's So that's two-dimensional. Then three-dimensional is just like... Literally anywhere well, yeah, you yeah, point, it just yeah. is infinite. You know? Right. But yeah, I like... I Yeah, you, there's a... If you think about it, if... <laughs> there's another... Like the stars that we would see in the day... Like 
since we're turning and we're like facing uh-huh. where we yeah we're facing the sun during the day on the other side of the sun think about all the stars there are that we just don't see ever we only see the same like night and stars yeah but we change positions though yeah but still not in oh maybe we do but then how does that make sense because you can always see the big dipper in different parts of the sky, though. But it's still like we're. It's still only one. You can really only see half of this. Well, because I think we just see the stars that are in our galaxy, so it's like. So how? Yeah. But our galaxy isn't fair. centered on the sun. Our solar system is. Look, I don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's a little trippy. I used to actually think that, um, like people in Europe, saw different stars than us. Cause like, oh, it's the other side of the world. They see different stars. But I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. It just rotates. It's just in different spots. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we, what I love, yeah, a little warm-hearted moment. When Adam and I were in high school, our senior year, we used to uh, go go sit out at the soccer field of our yeah. high school at night. We just would hang out there too much. We would. We, we would, hung out at our high school It was always, like, meeting in the parking lot. Anyway, we would always be at our high school, but we would go uh, just sit out and hang and, and basically do this yeah but like under the stars yeah know? and there's a little cluster of stars and they, it was my favorite i'd always look at it i know it, i literally you know, know, you what know what exactly you're talking about, about. Yeah, yeah. and you can still see it here yeah and it, sometimes when i'm feeling sad or lonely or missing <laughs> home i look up at the sky when i can you know i mean there's a lot of light pollution here but every once in a while yeah you look up and I just see my little cluster. Little cluster. And it's just like a, I'm back in high school with my bro. <laughs> we and used I, to and sneak I feel out safe. To, to go do that, dude. Yeah, we snuck out. Sorry, Mom. We snuck out senior year a lot. I feel like they had to. They didn't know, I guess. We were like climbing out of our, what is it called? The window wells. Window. Yeah, we were like, I lived in the basement. We would just climb out of the window well. And yeah, because I, I would sometimes do it from Plainfield. Yeah. I would crawl out of my window well and drive <laughs> from Plainfield to Wheaton. And back. And you go back, yeah. And then wake up and go in the morning for school. And and on top of that, we'd have, like, worship team practice at, like, 6 in the morning. Yeah, dude. So you'd get, like, an hour or two of Tops. sleep. <laughs> Which, and you know what? Honestly, I mean, maybe this is a mom and dad bomb. Maybe we're dropping a bomb on our parents yeah. right now that we snuck out yeah. sometimes. But we these were very wholesome sneaking outs. Exactly. It wasn't like it was we were doing nonsense. anything that sketchy. We were either I, going to Denny's or looking at stars. Yeah, I, we, we literally, I probably could have told my mom what we were doing and, and she fine. wouldn't have cared. The only thing that was like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this is we were driving out past curfew. That's about oh, it. I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was always scary. I remember driving at night and I'd be like, oh, go speed limit because yep. I, was yeah, yeah. I wasn't technically allowed to be driving. Well, Super spooked. But, dude, back to space. It is so vast, which begs the question, what's out there? Mm. And uh. and that goes, I mean, aliens, obviously. And I think we should hit on that. Yeah. But even new worlds, livable worlds. Yeah. Also, time is different in space. There's just so much. I, what blow, this blow, everything blows my mind about space. But when you look at stars, you're basically looking into the past. Yeah. Because you're seeing it as it was that many light years ago. Yep. So if something's a million light years away, you're seeing it a million years ago. But I don't know if we were seeing them Is that it many a million light years. years? Well, one million light years. A light year is how far light can travel in a year. 
Oh, that makes that makes sense. So, or it's like the distance that it takes light to travel in a year. Yeah. Or I don't know if I said that right. But so when you see something X amount of light years away, yeah, it means it took that light that many years to get to yeah, your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine if just like so one, we don't one, even know what's actually out there, really. Dude, there's no way we know currently. Th- if you think about like how we don't even know. What is it like? We haven't explored 70% of the world's ocean. Oh, less than... I think it's... We've explored, like, 10% or less. Yeah, something crazy like that. But then you think about that in the context, like, of space, how little we've explored. I mean, it's not even... The number doesn't register. Well, we can't... Because it's infinite. Because it's infinite. It's freaking infinite. That, That scares the mess out of me. And I think... I've I've been doing some deep diving on some extraterrestrial uh, oh, content. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know where I stand anymore. Dude, if I, I think we, I think I've been shook with you. Right? And I haven't even got as deep as you have yet. I think I think 3 weeks ago, 3 weeks to a month ago, I would have said that aliens weren't real. Yeah, it's like, just like hard no. Yeah. <laughs> I if you guys I I've been I watched this this uh, documentary. Tell me about it. And it's about this guy named Bob Lazar, who in like the 80s, 70s or 80s, something like that, he claimed to have worked for a, basically Area 51. It was a, it was a separate base, but in the same area as Area 51. Um, and it was called S2 or something like that. I don't know. And he left that like job. He actually got fired. Right. It's a long story, but he got fired for like showing people stuff that he was working on. Because he felt like people needed to know, right? Kind of. Or that not yet? So, basically, he claimed to had have... He was working on a UFO. Like one that they had they retrieved. Had, they had retrieved a UFO, and he got hired to work... On it, and it was basically to figure out how it works, essentially. Right? Yeah, so he was trying to reverse engineer yeah, yeah. this UFO. He was like trying to, without like taking it apart, trying to create what was happening. It was basically this like force field that essentially, um, you know how two magnets, like the like the negative ends, will be put together. Yeah, and it feels like there's a ball, like there's mm-hmm. a force field around it. So it was basically the UFO ran on something like that that he physically couldn't touch with his hand when it was on. It, it was felt heck? like a force field against him. So he claimed that uh, he was working on UFOs. He felt like people needed to know about it. Showed his friends. They would like test fly them. And he showed it. He showed his friends it. And then his friends started talking. He flew it? He didn't fly it. But it, when they were due test flights, there was someone who flew it. When they what? did test flights, uh, this guy, Bob Lazar, brought his friends and was like, people need to know about this. And... Um, Essentially, after that, he got fired and whatnot, and then started talking about it publicly. Right. And then, like, the basically the government, and this is all conspiracies, I guess. Like, there's nothing, it's, you can't prove any of it because the government has tried to erase his existence. Right. Like, they've... But they've, they, there's some things they've missed. Yes. Like, he, he's, uh, like, his, his job... Uh, his jobs before they tried to like everyone who works for the companies where people have tried to or everyone who like works for the companies now that he worked for before he worked for their 51 base um 
They've like contacted people there trying to prove that he worked there before. His college doesn't even say that he was ever a student. Mm-hmm. Um, he like did, took uh, um, classes at MIT and everything, and they all like have been erased. The only wow. thing is is the work the place he worked right before he worked for the Area Fifty One base. He they found a like a timesheet with his name on it. It was like Robert Lazar. And then, but everyone still denies that he ever worked there. Um, but there's a few things that make me think it's the things that he's saying are true. And it's, he was talking about a couple of things that have now been proven to, to be true that in the time that he talked about it, everyone told him he was crazy and that the technology didn't exist. One of the things is a hand scanner. So in order to get to into his base, he had to, place his hand on this hand scanner and it basically measured the length of your fingertips because it's unique to every person and when he huh. came out about all the ufo stuff everyone said that that didn't exist like no- nothing like that ever existed there it's now been proven that those things did exist back in the 80s yeah and there's like pictures of them another thing that he talked about was um what the the energy or the the ufos run off this uh, it's another element i forget what it's called but it, it's basically he claimed that there was this uh, this extra element that was fa- like found naturally through whatever these spacecrafts were being run on um but that the government had created it also so if there was a way to find it naturally or to make i don't know mine it somewhere like that would mean that the basically you could run the the we could create an aircraft that ran off of this yeah yeah yeah. but uh back in the day he talked about this element and everyone told him he was crazy and that it didn't exist and then now like a couple years ago it came out that it all did exist that's crazy so it's there are some things that i'm like sus about i've watched like he did an interview on uh what's his name was joe rogan he did uh, like a podcast uh, interview for like two and a half hours and he was a little bit sus on that i didn't mm. love it it made me doubt him a little bit more because he like kept talking about he's like i have migraines my memory is a little fuzzy stuff like oh. that but there's things that he says that i'm like man i could see the government hiding the fact that we have ufos and the, the thing is he didn't know anything about it they wouldn't tell they wouldn't give him any information the only thing is that he knew that they would found these a long time ago like, it wasn't recent discoveries, oh, wow. which is like, if this technology, it clearly wasn't anything man-made. Yeah, right. Because if they found it a long time ago, it just doesn't make sense. Dude, and I, I will say, I, I haven't watched that whole documentary, but I was kind of in and out while you were watching it. Yeah. And I thought, at least, he seemed the most, I don't know. I think there's a lot of you always hear kind of about the farmers that are yeah, yeah. like there's a UFO that came and cut my corn down <laughs> and it was they stole my cows and you're like dude <laughs> I doubt it like yeah. you're kind of crazy. This guy seemed like normal. He For didn't sure. seem like a he just wanted to live his life but he saw these things and was like what the heck and then the government came after him. But he's kind of he's a sm- obviously a smart guy. Yeah. He doesn't seem psycho or like he's losing it or anything. He's well, like, he's one just, of, he, it seems like he's 
talking about real experiences. Yeah. Like very Which, believable. He, the way he talks about it, he's like, look, it is it would my life would have been easier to never talk about this. Yeah. And to this day, it still would be easier for me to just shut up and not talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's going around doing all these like events and speaking right. stuff and getting paid for any of it. He literally anything he gets from uh, like talking about the stuff that he experienced, he donates to other stuff because he's really? like, look, this isn't about me receiving anything. It's just the fact that I have this information and I like I knew that I couldn't not tell people about yeah. it. Yeah. Um he's like I and he's like he firmly believes that the government does like it's on them to tell the people. Like people oh, need to know sure. about it. Which like dude, um if the I wouldn't be surprised if two to three years from now the government comes out and goes, Yes, we have found UFOs and we have it's been a while since. What would we found make them, them put it out? They've my already question confirmed. Is why wouldn't they? Well, they've already confirmed anyway. like UFO sightings from like space pilot or not. Sorry, from like, uh, right. like test pilots and yeah. stuff like that. Like they've confirmed videos that are like we don't know what this object in this video is, and the people who were flying the planes didn't know what it was either. One of the pilots is like this really credible. Like he was he was one of the pilots that was protecting Washington D.C. on 9/11. Hmm. And he's like, yes, what I saw was something out of this world. And wow. I don't know what it was. That is terrifying. And, oh, dude. I like I, I don't want to be uh, a believer because I'm not. Like, I don't want to be like, aliens are real. We need to figure it all out. Because at the end of the day, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's whatever the movies tell us it is. Right. But it's also more than what we think it is, probably. Whatever's going on. Yeah, well, because Area 51 is weird. Which the, the government's that, confirmed it. I get that it was yeah, a thing. Yeah, well, and that they... Because they, just a, a week or two ago, they, they were like, we're releasing some documents on UFOs. Yeah. You know, like, they kind of use it as a distraction now, yeah. I feel like. But anyway... All these there's people that come out and say that they've seen some weird stuff, and it's like obviously there's something going on. But I can't get past is it actually something outside of our world? Yeah. Or is it like is it possible that that Russians are way more advanced than we think and are just like testing stuff out over us? And we can't figure it out. That seems kind of unlikely, but, uh, I mean, you have to take a stand. You have to pick a side. Are there aliens or not? Yeah. Any sort of other life in the in yeah. the universe? What is your immediate thought? Because it messes with so much of my worldview to say yes, but there's so much weird... Yeah. I'm like, first of all, it's huge out there. Yeah. There's some guys saying that they've seen some weird stuff in very secure labs. So that that's what's hard is that there's no way to verify. For sure. Because they're so selective with who sees it. They see so little. And it's like outlandish stuff. Yeah. And also, I don't want the U.S. government coming for me. So I'm not going to say anything if I'm one of those guys. Oh, yeah. No, if I see anything, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to get like my life eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's erased. like... If that stuff exists, actually, what does that mean 
for for the for my life, like for what I believe or for I don't know, well, dude. That's that's always been my question when you think about uh, aliens and UFOs and stuff. Is if there is other life out there that exists, how does it fit into creation? Yeah. And like, what is that? I mean, if you're thinking biblically and like, yeah, off of truth, like, what does that do to that? I don't know. That's where we even talk about, like, if we go to Mars, is that still within, like, Scripture? Like, is that but, within what God said was going to happen? In what do sense? you mean? Like, if we colonize Mars, is that still within Scripture? Like, did uh, God want us to stay on Earth? Because it's I like, see. I mean, the whole thing is heaven on Earth. Like, that's the, the end goal. So if we go colonize Mars... Maybe the heaven well, on Earth is actually another planet. Yeah, I guess I guess it probably just gets gets into the language translation of Earth and world and what what yeah. things go like, and I don't know anything about. Well, that. I feel like we are meant to be in the same place. Agreed. I don't, Agreed. I personally don't think we'll ever actually colonize another planet. Yeah. One, because as a society, we can't even figure it out here. There's yeah. no way we're gonna get to space and figure it out, <laughs> and not and not like burn the ship down on the way yeah. there. Logistically, it's just we are too dumb to to do it. Like, yeah. we cannot cooperate enough. But, dude, I kind of, like, back to aliens in their existence. I, but, like, if this, if they have force fields already and they, they run ships on things that we don't even have here. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. This is what I was going to – this is what I was thinking. I forgot it for a second. Does it change the game? So what we're talking about with where would they fit in, like, the span of creation? Yeah. To me, I think it depends on if they're intelligent life or not. So it's hard because if they're creating... Obviously, they are because they're creating ships. Yeah. But if it's just... What if they're just, like... You've seen Rick and Morty before, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a weird, like weird things, like weird plants and animals that just look weird to us but aren't actually, like cognitive you know yeah. moral rational beings well, dude that like, would be sick i'm down for those kind of aliens <laughs> i don't like, want super super lords people have theories and i don't i don't believe this in the slightest but people have theories that like aliens are just the future version of ourselves in the sense of like in the way that we view them in pop culture is they're skinny scrawny like mm-hmm. don't have hair like they just look weird and they're not like physically um fit things yeah um but they're smarter than everyone else and if you look at the the way that man has um like a physical person looks different now than they did 50 years like or 100 years ago 200 300 years ago because like we have to do less physical activity it's like we don't have to go running around a forest hunting for our food true so we're like there there are different like body structures and everything and as we yeah, get yeah. smarter there's going to be less need for us to be right, right be physically fit for things um so like the whole idea and th- i don't believe this but joe rogan was talking about it and he was like man what if 100 years from now we all just look like aliens because we don't need to do anything physical so wow. i don't know it's weird what a theory i aliens could exist they could not though i'm on both we have, I think we have flying saucers though. Do you think there's, well, how do you have flying saucers without aliens? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. 
So you kind of believe in aliens. I kind of, I think I kind of believe in it. Right, currently where I stand right now, I kind of believe in aliens. Wow. Because I believe yeah. in flying saucers. That's the only thing. The, well, because I currently believe in flying saucers. I could be easily educated out of this, I think. The whole fun is, is, is y- no education. <laughs> I know, I know. Seriously. But, yeah. hey, if, if any of you guys have any more insight on it, shoot us, shoot it yeah, our way. Yeah, if you've way. got some hot, hot evidence... We want to. We really want to know, because our whole thing is we're not like man. We're not gonna do the research as we're, I'm gonna watch a documentary. I'll watch what the. I'll watch what they give me. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not reading gonna, articles about this. I'm though. not storming Area 51. Oh, I mean, I but, would have, but I mean, if there's photo evidence, then I can easily Google it. I will. I will get to that. Yeah. Or exactly. if, if someone wants to send it to me, I will for sure. Look exactly. At it. But yeah, I'm not reading any .govs or anything. I'm. Yeah, well, dude, I don't even believe the .gov. <laughs> We've already established I'm basically an anarchist, it turns out. Yeah. I don't trust the government. No way. Get out of town. <laughs> Nonsense government. I love it. Wow. All right. That's all right. That's a... You, you got something for us? No. Yeah. Um, that's Space Pod. I mean, part one. Part sure one. There's going to be many uh, Space aliens Pods, I'm just, guessing. Aliens are... A great fear of mine. Realistic, like, well, it, again, it depends on the type of alien. Yeah. But some of the scariest thoughts I've had are just aliens. Like, in terms of the kind, just the the mean ones in the movies. Yeah, the freaking yeah. ETs. That's, that's what I was no, going to say. No, bro, not ET. Like, I hope they're ET. Oh, gosh, no. It's wild that you're so into this, but can't watch <laughs> yeah. the movie ET. Dude, yeah, for those what? of you who don't know, I, I cut it out of this the last podcast. Oh. But I, oh, right. yeah, I, my biggest fear is E.T., um, <laughs> which is dumb because I'm into aliens right now. But E.T. is a weird looking dude, dude. and he's not friendly he's so in sweet. the slightest. Um, he's so sweet. I can't watch the, the film. I can't hear his scream or anything. Eee. Nope. It's not funny. The way his it's neck extends, <laughs> just, I can't do it. That's but why. My, I, my, sorry. Go ahead. No, go, 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 well, go. If you're going to be afraid of an alien. Why is it E.T.? I don't know, dude. He's a scary Actually, looking you dude. know what? I'll tell you why you could be afraid of E.T. potentially. Yes. Matt, go into it right now. Okay. Let, right, we're, is, we're going into our first segment, and Matt, tell called, us what Let's this, Take a Trip. This is Let's Take a Trip. And this is all about crazy conspiracies that are true, though. That are... Wait, no, yeah. that, this one is a, this one's <laughs> true. I'm convinced. This I'm, I think I'm convinced on this one. So yeah, this I'm might convinced. Just be me okay, I've cooked up this theory... That <laughs> Harry Potter and Star Wars, no, is it Harry? P- oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Harry yeah. Potter and Star yeah. Wars are connected, like in the same universe. Yes. It, and and that the Force is no. Sam. Listen, I, have you heard this or no? Yes. Okay, and that the Force and magic are the same, oh like Harry Potter and magic. Yep. So let yeah, me yeah. start. Go for it. I'm diving in. <laughs> I also haven't. Let's I haven't, take I haven't, a trip. I haven't conspired in a while, so um, if I miss anything, oh let no, me know. I'll point it out. To yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So here's the thing. Here's what we know about Star Wars. In a long, er, a, a long, long, long time, time, a long ago. time ago, in a galaxy a long, far, long, far away. A long, long time. No, ago. it's a long time ago in a galaxy a far, long, far away. Oh, right? Yeah. Well, why do I think it's? I'm thinking of a Bible verse. I think. <laughs> what? Never mind. Go. Okay. Keep going. Look. So we know that Star Wars happens 
in the past. We can assume a long time ago, based on the language. Yes. So, Star Wars predates Harry Potter. Keep that in mind. Yep. Harry Potter's setting is in the... Is in the 90s. 90s. Yep. Yep. Um, So... The Jedi have been using the Force and everything. It's this mystical thing that that connects everybody. The mitochondria, or er, not the mitochondria. That's the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. <laughs> midichlorians. Midichlorians. <laughs> um, midichlorians in Star Wars lore are like, if you, uh, there's midichlorians and everything. They basically make up everything. Yes. And, it, like, and and people that are Force sensitive can manipulate them. Yes. To to move to basically like they connect to everything in yep. life in in the in the world and um so they figure out how to do that there's the dark side and there's the light side the jedi versus the sith um so how do star wars and harry potter connect like literally what puts them in the same universe here's here's the evidence one they're both human races there are aliens but there are human races yes so that's just one thing two and this is the main thing. Star Wars Episode Three, Palpatine, Chancellor Palpatine is giving a speech in the Senate, right before he takes power. Yeah, this is the whole speech okay. to take power. And this is a key. This is the this is Executive the key order. piece of evidence. Yeah, right. Oh, we gotta watch 66. Episode Three soon. <laughs> okay, he's giving a speech in Senate. The Senate is made up of aliens from all over the the galaxies. Yep. Um. And. You see in the corner, I can show you yeah, E.T.'s. Sam, Sam, pull up the picture of E.T. And yeah. There are representatives from E.T.'s planet yep. in Star Wars, which means it's Star Wars canon, which means it's real. E.T. exists in Star yep. Wars. Like, that is a fact. E.T. is in, like, E.T.'s yep. creatures oh. are yep. in Star there Wars. There it is. Oh, okay. So, we know that E.T. <laughs> shows up in America... In the 1980s, and he just wants to go home. So I, I'm making Sam put away <laughs> the pictures of ET because it's actually spooking me. ET wants to go home, and um, so we know that ETs have made contact with 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 Earth, with Earth which is where Harry Potter takes place. Yep. Uh, in in England, ET comes in America. Yes. Now here's what I propose. Um. As you know, like as the Palpatine took control of the Senate, he is spoilers a Sith Lord, huge Sith Lord himself. Yep. Right. We see in um, Star Wars Episode Eight, no Nine, that there's a whole Sith planet with secret Sith knowledge and stuff. <laughs> so there's a place where they've been like, they 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 keep this stuff hidden. They have minions. Yeah. E.T. is is in the Senate with Palpatine, supportive of it. So I propose that the Sith, so E.T., they, they can't, they're not Force-sensitive. Yeah. At least in any indication we have. But they have been a Sith transplant. So they, they took, they were given Sith knowledge to protect and spread. So they are basically like the opposite of Evangelist, but for evil. Yes. So... Evil gists. Evil gists. <laughs> for the Sith's agenda. Okay? They've been sending representatives to planets all over the universe, spreading the knowledge of the Force. 
However, they only have the dark side of the force. They didn't learn the light side. Yep. And the two, the ways that you use both sides are different. The the Jedi side, the good side is way cleaner. It's way more under control. You don't use your anger. Mm-hmm. It's very. It's all about peace. It's about peace. One with the force. And being one with everything. The Sith side is about. It's fueled by anger. It's destructive. It's a little bit like out of control sometimes, but yep. it's very powerful. So, ETs for for a long time have been being sent all over the galaxy to to teach other places the dark side of the force or and just like about the Sith so yep. that they're under Sith control, right? So ET is probably not the first. Yeah. There's probably been a lot of ETs that have come to Earth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can see in the movie it's and not we, the first time that they come to Earth. Well, sure. Right. I mean, they knew where they were going. Yeah, they he, knew where he they had were going. A fo- he knew how to phone them from Earth. Yeah, yeah. So they, it's not their first time that, yeah, around there. So you propose that they've been coming. Well, so for a long time. Magic on Earth has been around for a long time. In Harry Potter, we know that historically, magic has been around thousands for like thousands of years. Of years. Yes. So E.T.'s first strike contact with Earth, I don't know, two, three thousand years ago. Yep. And start teaching magic. And to, they, it's to just a, it's a, like a... And unrefined form of the force. Well, right, yeah. So, I mean, men are starting to learn about the force, but they learn the dark side, so it's unrefined, like you just said, yes. Yeah. So it's a little bit, like, out of control. Um, it's, also, it's not like they're not learning from masters. They're yeah, they're not from learning from ET. Sith Lords. So it's a little bit, like, jank. Yeah. And um, magic, a.k.a. the force, develops its own its own um like culture here kind of yeah yeah now like i stated earlier the force connects everybody in star wars via midichlorians um like or well it's not like via midichlorians it's like you 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 either are force sensitive or you're not yeah and you can interact with these things or you can't yeah harry potter you're a wizard or you're not yeah you don't really get to like it just is chance if you're sensitive to it you are if you're not you're not um but on earth they decided to keep it more secret from the people who didn't know to create their own like more powerful society yeah and it developed into so instead of lightsabers they used wands so we know that a different way that they harness and we know lightsabers (laughs) are powered by kyber crystals and like are like it's only people that are force sensitive use lightsabers yeah wield lightsabers in magic Obviously, only wizards use wands, and they're powered by, ob- like objects, yeah, yeah. like like uh, what, dragon heart string. And, yeah. You know, these things power them, and it allows them to. Now, I will say the problem with this piece is that lightsabers don't depend on the force, whereas yes. wands directly use magic. But yeah. it's like an well, outpouring of. So, what wizards don't use the force like a Jedi would, but they use their wands, which is the force. Yeah, it's and, it's a different way for them to harness the power yes. of the force, and, and it's because it was taught to them. By ET, who do, ET people who only knows the Sith side of the Force, which is the which is the the messy, powerful side. And it's also the fact that they don't like they're not Jedi's, so they're not being taught by Jedi's. They're just being taught a, a side of the Force that is unrefined, yes. and they harness it in the way that they they developed it essentially. Yes, and so um, you see, like Palpatine shoots lightning and stuff. Yeah, we've seen Voldemort use lightning. Yeah, and electricity, fire, all these different things. Um, so, also, there's the parallels between the characters, um, Luke Skywalker, 
orphaned. I mean, kind of. Basically. Orphaned. Harry Potter, orphaned. Orphan. Chosen. They were both chosen. Well, Anakin was supposed to be a chosen one. It turns out to be a son. Harry Potter was the chosen... Both called the chosen one. Yep. Um, also, Palpatine... So, this is kind of spoiler for episode nine. So, mm. we'll... So, if you don't haven't seen it and want to skip ahead like a couple minutes yeah. from here. Anyway, you, you think he's dead, but he comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... And, uh, like, he's basically saying, like, I, you can't kill me. I will always come back. And what we know about Voldemort, Horcruxes. Yeah, it splits his soul. He yeah. comes back. He can keep coming back, which he does twice. Yeah. Um. Wow. So they both harness, like, so this then gets into, like, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Oh, this is oh, this is actually a huge one. This I is forgot. a huge one. So this is, I think, the best piece of evidence between the two, is in Harry Potter you have the hor- er, you have the Deathly Hallows. Yep. And you can raise somebody from the dead, have the ultra powerful wand, the the Elder Wand, which is like unbeatable, and yep. then the invil- invisibility cloak. In the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, he was so powerful in the Force that he could save the ones he loved from dying. Yeah. So, like, he could control death a little bit. He was super powerful. Like, and that's the whole thing about the dark side. It's that yeah. you can be more powerful on the dark side. Yep. That was the whole Anakin draw to the dark side. Yeah. So he could save Leia. Or he could save, um, what's her name? Uh, Padme. He could save Padme. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he'd be, like, he could start his own thing because he'd be so powerful. Yeah. This whole, it's the same draws, the same three things define like ultimate power on yeah. each side and uh the timelines match up well and here's another thing to add to it is the fact that like we like you said the dark side is all like is always more powerful at its like core yeah than the good side right In harry always. potter voldemort is more powerful er, than harry is yes, but what, yes, yes. what brings what makes him more powerful is his friends dude so it's yeah. his friends. If Teamwork, he didn't have his dude. friends, yeah. he wouldn't have he wouldn't have won. That's right. If Luke Damn. didn't have Leia and Chewie and Han Solo, Han Solo and C three PO and R two D two, he wouldn't he wouldn't have won. Based on pure skill and pow- and power that each wielded, Luke could not have done it alone. Absolutely not. They both, the good sides of both magic and the Force run on teamwork and friendship, which wow. is a beautiful. I mean, I mean, the beautiful report, parallels. We probably have and it's good to see that in both magic. universes. The good wins in the end. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's, they, like, uh, it naturally drew out the same thing. Like, the, the good side was all about relationship. Right. And that's how they won. Yeah. And so, I mean, just. So, to, to recap the whole thing, you believe that <laughs> Harry Potter and Star Wars are connected through E.T. because E.T. is in the episode three when Chancellor Palpatine essentially goes rogue and takes over the Senate and yeah. the whole world. And he, you believe he implanted, not implanted, but he taught ETs to go the and ETs train. ETs were his secret, like his like... Transporters. They were the like his power. secret holding, like they held the knowledge in yes. case things went south. Which and then they, they went and south they and he spread it. Nobody suspects ET. So ET, some thousands of years ago, came to Started making contact Earth. with Earth. And taught, Witchcraft has been around for a long time. Yep, and in, and he taught the raw form of of the Force 
evil force yes, to, to, to men, men to and, they, and they started to harness it in their own way, which was through wands. Yes. And it all happened through ETs, and it's all connected in the same world. So the, wizarding yes. is only a form of the force. Exactly. Which, f- cool twist to that then, would wizarding, like good side to wizarding, be a, like, it's almost like a good form of the dark force, if you think about it. Yeah, kind of. It's well, like, so it's like, I mean, there's no, like, there's no balance in, in magic. That's the difference. The yeah. force, there's a balance to it. But that's because it was never introduced to, to yeah. our world. So... You can choose to use magic. Like, there's the there's the forbidden curses and stuff in magic, which yep. are more powerful yep. than the rest. So it's like the worst kind of magic you can use is more powerful than the rest of it. Yep. But you ch- you have to choose to use it or not. Well, But everything is kind of based in, like, anger and, like, aggressiveness a little bit. Yeah. I think... <laughs> which I think is fair to define magic that way. Yeah. I think I feel you on it. Um, and I agree that... It is a possibility. Do I believe it to be truth? I don't know. I mean, I think I, think, I, think I don't the, think you can poke holes in it. I I so I think you can directly correlate George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, and oh, Steven Spielberg, is, the creator of ET. I think you can have that. Those two relate clearly. Also, Star Wars, the first ones were filmed a lot in London. It's true, but I think I think it's tough Potter. to connect J.K. Rowling to. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. I don't think Outside you have to, of, though. It's fair. But I think in order to look at the bigger picture, you have to look at the creators. Well, it's like obviously different people created them. They're different stories. But, but Steve, if you're going to look at the universes, they're tied together. They're, but, they are connect, they existed in the same universe. That's, I mean, <laughs> they, Matt one time... They're uh, telling two sides of the same story. Matt one time tried to argue that Lord of the Rings fits in it, too. Well, that which, was kind of like a late edition. But he's, I think threat. he's still working on it a little I'm bit. I'm still working on it. That one is like, I'm not sold on that one. <laughs> because that's a whole different just world completely. It is. It's, yeah. Wow. But I propose, and I stand by, and I think if you do your research, you will see that Harry Potter and Star Wars take place in the same universe... Just at different parts of the timeline, but they are—they are essentially dealing with the same. They—they harness the same power. They're and connected in the connected same power. And ET, ET is the is the main connection piece between the two. Wow. So, I mean, we just geeked out. Yeah, this is the nerdcast. This no is doubt. this is basically <laughs> roommate report nerdcast edition. Yeah, ner- um, nerdcast edition one See, episode. I don't know. What yeah, we, we are. We're. We're some big nerds on some things. Yeah. Which so, we I wanna watch I wanna rewatch Harry well, no, I just rewatched Harry Potter. I wanna rewatch Star Wars yeah, soon. Kinda down. Even though we just did that like seven I'll months ago. I'll watch episode three tonight. I mean I am. Like or I could if you if you're down. Mm-hmm. I mean we yeah. could re recreate that whole scene right now. I could <laughs> yeah, we could. Oh. You were the chosen one. I'm gonna add <laughs> You are my brother. I loved you. You were, you were like a brother to me. You're supposed to destroy the Sith. Not, not join, join them. Bring balance to the Force. Not leave it in darkness. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, I so mean, that is one of the greatest cinematic. Well, no I just, doubt. I just whacked three. the lamp. One of the greatest written scenes ever. For sure. And, and that the greatest, fight scene. The greatest I, lightsaber battle in all Star Wars. Of all episodes, Star Wars, for no sure. Doubt. Without a doubt. 
man, they could have done some great things in this last series, but they didn't. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, we different. I liked it. I like. I like and it I know in that's part. Not popular I think there's among hardcore Star Wars fans, and yeah. I understand. But I, as just a, maybe a little bit above average Star Wars fan, like as far as yeah, the, the cultural scale of how much you like Star Wars, I'm like a little bit above average. Yeah. Like, there's some people that are devoted to Star Wars. I'm definitely not there. So the new the new trilogy to me, while it wasn't perfect, it was entertaining. Well, it's entertaining because it's, the film quality is just so much better. So right. to see Star Wars in this light was dope. Yeah, it was there was so some fun. dumb stuff in it for sure, though. Yeah, but the last movie overall was a thumbs up for me. I agree. I think I think it ended it as the good as it could have been. Yeah, the second movie was just terrible. It ruined the whole series. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, that is season one, episode four. Season four. one, episode four of the podcast. We geeked out for you guys. Um, yeah, props if you made it this far. Yeah, honestly. if you made it this far, uh, maybe we can. Uh, we'll do another. Maybe yeah. we do just a side nerd cast. We can call it something else. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm super into these kind of conversations. Yeah, and we, shoot us some hardcore conspiracies or like space knowledge, or if if you have more evidence to why Star Wars. Honestly, I dare somebody to poke holes in my theory. Bro, you have been talking about a, this theory for so long because too. this is it's a like, self-developed theory that I think is groundbreaking. It, 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 I wonder if there's any. I wonder if someone's on, on the train the with you. you. I googled it and I couldn't find anything. So and I think it. I think I you think need it to, stands. You need to start a Reddit page for it. That's that's the that's what you need to do. It, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That is definitely right, the problem. I'll work on that. Wow. All right, um, guys. Well, that is uh, – what do you want something else to say? What no, I was just going to say follow us on Instagram if you're not already at Roommate Report. Uh, follow us on Spotify. At the Apple roommate Podcast. Re- the Roommate Report playlist. We'll be, th- we'll be throwing in uh, – we'll just be updating it with songs that we like or talk about every week. Yep. So if you, if you need some new tunes, that's a good place to start. Even though maybe. We, we didn't talk about songs or anything this week. Yeah, but, but you know. We nerded out. We'll put – actually, I'm going to put – we're gonna put some inter. Inter- I'm gonna put an interstellar soundtrack song in there because nice. it's in so space oriented. Dude, maybe so. I'll throw in um, Sheev Palpatine. Oh, oh, that is great deep. Star Wars. And then song. We're, we're we're throwing it in. The, yeah. It's a good one. Um, yeah. So follow us on all those. Leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts. There's yes. been some real nice ones. Yeah, thank you I've everybody. Appreciated the reviews. I think we're up to like what 15 now. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been dope. And there's one that we don't know who it is. Which is so exciting. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It's the first time I've heard anyone who uh, hasn't we haven't we don't know personally that has listened to the pod. Yeah. So I'm excited so about it. Keep sharing. Oh, Thanks true everyone. Me. And absolutely, yeah, dude, yeah. a true me. Tr- a true me. A true. <laughs> it just sounds like truly's. I mean, truly lemonades. That's another topic. But out. Oh gosh, we'll talk about <laughs> it on the next pod. Um, all right, guys. My name's Adam. My name is Matt. And this is the Roommate Report. And, and we'll, we'll be seeing you. Yeah.